What is good, folks? Welcome to the Fully Content series. This episode, we're going to be deep diving into another one of the things that I attended. Not that I consumed digitally, but something that I myself partook in live. So that's what you're starting to see more of recently in these last few episodes in the Fully Content series. It's like these things that I'm creating content that I am consuming but being an active part in during it and not just watching YouTube videos or listening to podcast episodes on. And of course, that's going to still continue to be a part of my overall content consumption. But learning from things that are in my daily life, that is a lesson that I'm teaching myself and that I hope that you're taking away as well. So this specific one is the Badass Business Boot Camp hosted by Lauren Widrick in person on March 4th, 2023. 10 to 12 people showed up and it was an event through the squad and I attended it. It was an all day, like nine to five thing and a lot of value from it. Again, this is in my media vault online, free for the time being. So it's pretty in depth. It has all, so there was a workbook associated with it that I filled out, that everyone filled out throughout the course of the day, written. And then I digitized it. I put it all into, I wrote the questions out, I wrote out my answers, and then put it into my Notion Media Vault. So I'm gonna be taking a look at that while I am recording this. So there's a lot of different sections, so I highly encourage you um, to take a look through it, as well as think about the questions that were posed in the workbook that I then thought about as well. So first, thing was like this business energetics we went through what do I love about my business and what are all my fears and frustrations around my business so what do I love about my business I get to meet a lot of cool people I get I can set my own schedule and time the transformation of the clients um, transformation of myself Um, I love that I feel more grateful for the money that's coming in even though it's a lesser amount than my full-time job salary. Um, I have full autonomy of the people I work with. And there are no days off or on, per se. Like, every day feels like, not a vacation, but every day feels, yeah, I'm looking forward to this day. So those are some of the things that I love about my business. What were my fears and frustrations about it? Um, it grows too fast is one and on the flip side is it doesn't grow fast enough to be where I want to be so it's like double-edged sword in a sense uh, another one's making the right decision when there are lots of options out there um, time management uh, with a full-time job that's just a, a reality it's like all right how do I leverage my time better um, how do I leverage others to help me as well um, like, is this going to replace my income at 2U, right? Will it ever, will it get that high? I, th- I think the answer is yes, or I know the answer is yes at some point. It's just a matter of how and when. Another fear is like, do I, is there not enough value provided to the clients in a trial setting for them to feel the value of what they'd pay for? Right, I'm, eventually, I'm going to be transitioning from a free month, which was initially to get my feet wet into coaching and per- and 
let the client see what value I can provide to them in a month worth of setting. Now I'm looking forward to shortening that to not a month, but just one session. How do I do that? And, or I'm confident I can do that. It's their perception is, hey, is there not enough value? That's just a, a fear that, was, that I was honest about. Um, another fear was, uh, will I get burnt out sooner than I thought, sooner than I think? It, will there be ever a time that I feel burnt out by doing this type of work, whether directly or indirectly? So I listed them all out. These were just, you know, a few of them that popped up to mind. And one of the activities that she had us do was categorize these based off of are these mindset fears and frustrations, are these practical fixes, or are these skills that you can learn to help resolve them? And what I ended up finding was there was seven things that I wrote down that were mindset, six that were practical fixes that I can, there's something I can do right now to fix it. And then actually zero of them were skills that I needed to learn to do that. So I don't know if that was, I don't know what that says, but you know that was a breakdown of mindset, practical, and skills of my fears and frustrations that were there. Maybe it's an overconfidence of like, hey, I don't need any new skills per se to overcome these fears. Uh, I have everything. That may just be an overconfidence or you know, a strong level of confidence. The practicality of it, it's like, hey, yep, I know exactly what I need to do. Um, it's just a matter of doing it. Um, another thing, the next section was about your dream week. So describe your dream week. Um, what does that look like? So similar to if you listen to the seven secrets for building a coaching business masterclass, the previous episode of the Floika 10 series, there was a similar question about, you know, describe your ideal calendar. So this is just a, a an iteration of that and a reiteration of that. So I wanted to see, hey, I did it from scratch without referencing those notes to see if there was anything different that I came up with with the week of time difference in between that workshop and then this business bootcamp. So I kind of came up with uh, similar things. Mornings, I want normal routine. Um, sometimes it says physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health and growth. Um, and some sort of deep work, probably writing. In the afternoons I want to do is light and medium work, whether it's across, whether that actual activity is thinking, learning, doing, or relating, so TLDR. And in the evenings, I want to spend time with family, friends, doing, uh, I mean, potentially coaching, uh, doing a one deep work session, and then integration of the day or the content that I've consumed throughout that day. So that's, that's what I see as evenings. Um, some themes that I came up with was like, hey, my dream week, I want to be enjoying nature. I want to be traveling to new places. And I want to be having multiple revenue streams. It's like, I don't want to really work more than 30 hours a week on any specific thing. I am this long-term multitasker. I am not meant to be boxed into something that's 40, 50 hours a week. I do best. I'm inspired and I am creative when I have a certain amount of time to work on something, enough time to get into the flow of things, to deeply think about them, but not so much where I get burnt out by them. That is a sweet spot. And for me, I think that's like 20 to 30 hours a week. 
And if I have two to three of those every week and really hone in on them, then that's it, watch out. And then the other question is like, okay, now once we've had that, you know, here's this dream week, who can help me get there? Um, and then people, I guess that would need to be paid here, right? So like, so I can account for it financially. It's like, hey, there's coaches. I just listed out everything, whether I do this at any point in the near future or not, that's a different question. But like coaches, personal chef, like a personal assistant, VA, fractional COO type of person, a content editor, publisher, um, some sort of financial person, um, financial planner, because like I'm, I could be way better with my finances. Um, then a personal trainer for my health. So I see all these things at some point in the future where I outsource slash bring these people into my inner circle as part of my daily lifestyle. Some are more imminent than others though. So that's who can help me get there. And then I kind of sectioned out by time as well. No need to fully go into it, but um, I did that as well. And you can check this out on my, on my media vault. Then there was a the money vision of what are the things that you know are gonna in the next like 12 months, what are you gonna be spending on? So I put like trips in there. Um, so like I wanna put those on the calendar, like coaching, like me having a coach, so that's gonna take a certain amount of financial investment. And what I mentioned before, there's some sort of like outsourced people, these resources that will help me uh, get to where I wanna be, who will allow me to employ some leverage and so what is the total amount you need to cover all these desires so for me this is a number that I came up with it's made change but when I did it and I still feel this way so we'll see is I want $100,000 of gross revenue of overall personal income this year in 2023 essentially I want my w2 or w2s I don't know I don't know if you have multiple per business see if I financially I don't know what I'm doing legally I just kind of do what I'm told. But like I want $100,000 of gross revenue of personal income. So it's like salary from to laundry plus coaching and maybe other revenue streams as well. I want $100,000. Now my business goals by end of year 2023, that's the main goal. That's the, the revenue goal, the income that can support a lot of this for this year. Um, and secondarily, um, some other goals is I've gotten to my max of client spots. My guess is that's gonna be 10, but we'll see. Like with a full-time job. So I've reached that max capacity. I've conducted one in workshop, or I conduct one in-person workshop a month, or it comes out to that. Maybe it's more stacked towards the end when I have more time. A goal is to publish my book. I'll kind of put that on pause right now, so we'll see how that goes by the end of the year, but that's still on there. I want to publish my book. I want to have 100 subscribers on my newsletter. Seems like a small goal, but make it attainable. And then I've given two talks by the end of the year. I don't know where those are going to be, but I want to give those two talks. Well, actually, I know kind of where one is going to be already, so kind of already working out there. Uh, then it was like, the offer lab. So it's like, what am I actually offering? What do you have for sale currently? Right now, it's just one-on-one -on -one month 
one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions going month to month. And then within that, it's detailed session notes with like clear action items and clear things that we talked about during that session. Then on a scale of one to 10, how obsessed are you with your offer? Right now, I'm like, the actual offer itself is like, eh? I think there's, there's more that can be added, right? Like maybe make client notes, um, like anonymized obviously, but it publicized in some way where people can see, hey, this is not just coaching session value that he's providing within that one hour per week, but it's the written documentation of someone's our conversation and of someone's life and of someone's stories that they're living on a daily basis. That is invaluable as I've started to see that for myself and my clients have told me that they find it very valuable also. Other ways to amp up my offer is to maybe on-demand coaching for one-time things, maybe a voice message, maybe meditation, maybe here's a quick question, here's my quick insights or advice on it, things like that. Um, and then doing workshops that are included for free but are normally paid um, on some other platform elsewhere. Right, so like that would be included in. So that would that would inherently bring up the level of the value that I provide as part of the overall buying into my coaching program. It's not just the one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's this library of workshops and courses throughout. And that's kind of what the squad is with Lauren Widrick as well. They ha She has a sales swagger and Slayer side hustle course library within this community. So I see myself building something similar to up that value. Just looking through my notes here. I had as a continue to how to upgrade it, upsell or downsell. There's no real upsell right now. It's just like, hey, here's a coaching program. Here's a you know coaching worker with me one on one. Downsell, I could see that as like subscribe to my newsletter. Could also be my lead magnet. Maybe there's a blog thing in there. As I when I wrote this down, since then it's been about a few weeks. I've gotten a little bit more clarity on that. So uh, TBD on how that actually fully plays out, but. That was in the works when I wrote it at the time. What is the buyer's journey was the next session section. How will they find out about me? Primarily for me, it was referrals and one-on-one -on -one virtual and coffee chats. Like that's how people are going to find out about me. They're going to connect with me on social media. Um, and they're going to see who I am, the energy that I bring, the trust that I offer and the services that I offer. And they're gonna be like, yep, I buy into this person, he can help me. And that's the f primary way I see myself getting my word out, at least initially, in this first phase of my business. Secondarily, I think I see it in group settings. So whether it's dinner parties that I attend, little workshops that I host, networking meetups that I also participate in, these are ways for me to get out there in one-to-many sort of settings instead of a one-to-one setting that I mentioned previously. And then also in one-to-one, -one, sorry, in one-to-many with this tertiary or third level of people finding out about me, it's social media through content. There's gonna be very you know random people who follow me, but over time that audience is gonna build. People who know me or people who are like second degree connections and hear of me and then reconnect who become first degree connections 
they'll follow me and see my brand, see who I am, etc. And what I'm going towards is, like I mentioned, transitioning from this free month of coaching to a free session. And that's how they're going to be invited to work with me. And then once I provide value, that's how we transition from there to being paid. So one thing was like your, my title and my intro was the next section here. Like, what do you call yourself? And what's your 10 second intro? So life and career coach, I've standardized that for the last few quarters. It feels good. What's my 10 second intro? Here's a few things that I've put on flyers, a few things that I've talked about uh, to other people. So I help people get out of a quarter life crisis. Like when you've mentally decided to leave your first job, talk to me. When you want to find friends who can, who you can be your full self around, talk to me. When you don't have homework to complete in the evenings, but have all this free time, but feel like you're wasting it, talk to me. When you realize you're living someone else's dream, talk to me. I was like, okay. So it's a few of these things I put on the flyer that um, that I am posting uh, in physical places around Charlotte. So I was like, okay, these are a little bit more granular instead of just finding, find fulfillment, right? Sure, what does that mean? What are the acute pain points? What are the transition points that people are looking at, that people are experiencing that they need help with? If I can describe that as succinctly as possible and accurately as possible, that is when people will feel like, man, this person really gets me. I'm, I'm in this moment and this person is like, well, crap, this, like, he's ex- describing exactly how I feel right now. So I want it to be like that. Um, I'm skipping a few sections here, but sales swagger. What's my fastest pass to revenue? Again, hitting on this theme, people knowing me one-on-one and trusting me. And like, what are my key daily and weekly sales and marketing activities? It's like talking to one to two new people a week, calls or coffee, pitching workshop places for me to have content, Uh, being in small groups around people who are like my ideal clients. I want to attend one large scale networking event per month. Just meeting new people. And then that's like kind of a funnel, top of the funnel activity. And then I have a few people that I can follow up with. That's ideal. And then repurposing podcast content and publishing that. Um, again, that's another way for sales and marketing activities. So those were in priority order. And then operations, we didn't spend too much time on this during the actual boot camp, but it's like one question. It's like, what's preventing me from having my perfect week? Um, I said, you know, nothing really. It's just time. And in, in my mindset, uh, what's the biggest clusterfuck in my business? Um, being a little bit more organized and not just doing things when I remember them or feel like it. And then what is imperfect but not a burning issue? So I left, listed a few things here. When was financial management? I've already listed said this before and not just from a personal finances but business finances all right what are the best ways to structure the funds that are coming in like since i'm in a position right now where i have a full-time job and this business how can i structure money coming in and out in the best way possible 
for me so that I have the most cash flow. Uh, systemization. I know I can build these systems. I'm not too worried about that. I, but it, it is not, it is, it is imperfect right now. Tools, um, like I use HoneyBook, you know, that's not inexpensive. I use, you know, a few other tools that are starting to add up, you know, like domain subscriptions, like Google Workspace, you know, some of the stuff you can't really get around. But, you know, what are these things that are part of like this software uh, chart of accounts, if you will? And it's not burning right now, but at some point I'll probably have to do an audit of all the tools, software, processes, systems, etc. that I'm doing. Um, maybe one sign doing this full time. I'll have more time to actually fix these things and optimize rather than product market fit and getting most revenue. Well, there's lots of other things, but that's kind of it. And then the last thing from uh, clinical trials, this is what Lauren really hits on, hits home is, hey, you know, things that we do are kind of tests. They're clinical trials, they're experiments. Some may work, some may not. So if you have that expectation going in that some things are gonna work that you test out, some things are not, make sure you give it the proper time, do the proper reps, but don't expect everything that you do to work out. And everything is just gathering data. So what are the clinical trials that I have for me? So coming out of this mini retreat here, I had the six hypotheses. And I've added more and adjusted them along since then as well, but these are the six that I came up with out of that on March 4th. Number one, if I talk to one to two potential clients per week, or four to 10 a month, I will reach my maximum number of clients I can effectively serve by end of month, June. Hypothesis number two, if I raise my prices to $500 a month, my sales conversion rate will stay the same as when it was $350 a month. Hypothesis number three, if I host in-person, ideally paid, workshops, I will get more leads. Hypothesis number four, if I start writing a bi-weekly newsletter, I will increase my mailing list count. Hypothesis number five, if I only post repurposed podcast content on social media, I will increase my follower count. Hypothesis number six, if I write a book, I will increase my leads. So those are my clinical trials, obviously on varying time periods here, but those were the things that I came out of that with like, hey, talk to people, like get to that maximum number of clients and maximum number of revenue per client that they're willing to pay. So then I can model out, okay, here's how much time I need to spend. Here's how much revenue I can get from working with those people. And then what are my financial goals? What is the gap? What can I do to fill in that gap? What do I like to do? And then see, and then just do those things basically. So that was a longer deep dive than I thought into this business boot camp event that was hosted on March 4th by Lauren Widrick. All these notes right now are public and are free through my website. If you go into Media Vault and then in the Media Vault, it's called Business Bootcamp. So feel free to check them out. All everything that I just went through and more is in there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. If you're so inclined, it's like, hey, I want to work with Sai. 
hit me up, sci at sciwasom.com. Email me, and we can get something on the books. So thank you for listening to another episode of Size Eyes and the Fully Content series. I hope you have a great day, and I will see you next time.